0: I think that ultimately you'll be happier in life if you walk in your truth and walk in, in, in your passion. It's just, you can't do anything and be happy about it if you're just always concerned about how it's going to affect someone else. You have to worry about you. Because at the end of the day, you came to this earth alone in some cases. <laughs> and you're gonna leave it alone. And you want to say that you did everything that you wanted to do and how you want to do it on your terms.
1: Welcome to Off The Top, where black excellence dwells. Yes, beautiful people. Let me just go ahead and say this quickly. We're honored to be back. We missed y'all. So now let's go and get right into this queen. Her name is Miss Jasmine Moore. She is a sister that is so authentic and so beautifully real, yet continues to provide information that shifts lives. She is one of those that will bring you joy just by listening to her. She says, she's proof heaven and hell exist. I appreciate that, sister's honesty. Let's go. Okay. Queen, welcome. Thank, Thank you for having me. Tree councils office. We are honored. Listen. <laughs> You know, the idea that you take time out of your schedule to share your journey that can impact another child is just phenomenal. That's the beauty. So I'm, I'm ready. Please creatively introduce yourself to our audience.
0: My name is Jasmine Moore. I am 32 years old young excuse me um <laughs> i'm from Asheville, north carolina and i currently reside here in evans georgia i've been here about eight years and i am oh the God. coffee shop lead at starbucks
1: oh and, and, and more is there more that you could tell us about you there's so much more to you let me I- let me just <laughs> share audience that she is the reason I go to the Starbucks that I go to because she makes it a whole moment. She is everything that Starbucks needs and requires.
0: Thank so. you. I, I'm so coy sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I, get, I hear that, that often that everyone comes to see me and sometimes I wonder, what it is about me that that keeps bringing people in and so that's so heartwarming to hear and I, I love that
1: but well, I can it's why tell I keep you going. yeah yeah cuz I I remember when you were a little apprehensive to go in so I appreciate that you you came back in full force and in full effect let's yes, go and I talk ain't. about that <laughs> <laughs> um so um I just I wanna jump right into this because I, I do have a sense of who you are. And mm-hmm. so we're gonna we're gonna start at high school. Ooh. We're gonna start with high school. Boy. What a time. What a time. Tell the audience how high school life was for you.
0: Um high school was I wish I would have appreciated it more. Mm. It, was, it was definitely a, a time for me. Fresh year mm. was, was kind of rough. We, um, I had a lot of issues with keeping my grades up and things like that. And then by my sophomore year, I started to get pretty rebellious. Mm. And so I was... 16 I'll tell everyone I was 16 and pregnant before it was a trend <laughs> and, oh, gosh. Um, that right there was just a life altering I didn't realize until I was much older just how rough that that was and what I was actually going to be going into because I have five children but I tell mm-hmm. everyone that I don't think that I became a mother until I had the second one wow when i um because we were i was still a child myself so i didn't know what it meant to become a mom and everyone was had their opinions about what it meant to be a teen parent but i didn't know what that meant and i saw a lot of my friends struggling and because there was a this really cool thing i don't i don't know if it was yeah it's cool (laughs) there was this (laughs) group called lunch bunch and mm. it was through the ywca and um once a month they gathered all the teen moms in the school and we yes. had lunch together they would feed us and um we would talk mm. about you know nutrition um just they just gave us everything that we needed to become parents or if we were already parents
1: mm.
0: okay outside. Um, scholarship to go to college from that, um, wow. that program. It was what I needed because I got to see other girls' perspective, girls that had been mothers already and still going through school. So that's what motivated me to stay in school and um, graduate. So, um, I saw a lot of girls get pregnant and drop like flies. Wow. That,
1: that was, they didn't have yeah. any support. Yeah. So it
0: it was it was rough, but we made it through. She yeah. was my, uh, I could hear her on my graduation day singing her ABCs.
1: Oh, nice. Nice. She was out. <laughs> okay. Now, for our, our audience, we, we tend to target the 15 to 22-year-old issue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, with that, you're saying you learned that you've appreciated high school yeah. What mm-hmm. would you tell our audience that was the moment that the thing that you should have appreciated in your journey with high school? What, give us that reflective moment. What is that, that Just Because um, that was powerful. Yeah. You said.
0: <laughs> the freedom of it, you know, just... adulting can mm. great, but there's some wonderful things about being an adult now, but just being
1: a kid. Freedom of youth. Yes. And
0: enjoying the time there. I was just so eager to grow up. Just enjoy
1: Uh, that moment. That's that part right there, madam Let's just talk about the whole idea of enjoying growing up enjoying that moment to be young knowing that feeling sometimes you know our kids that's why we like to say we like to extend them beyond their experiences our kids don't get to to feel that and so the fact that you had it Mm -hmm. and our kids don't sometimes Could could you talk a little more about that
0: I think now that my daughter is, she's 16 herself. (laughs) Yes. And um, I know now just from my personal experience that I want her to live her best life and pour into her everything that I didn't get when I was her age.
1: Mm. And so um,
0: I think that a lot of my rebellion came from being sheltered. And Mm. so let me go back a little bit though when we um when it came down to apply for college and everything i did all that on my own i didn't have a lot of help with that it was just i knew who to go to to get the help and i did yeah. that and coming up after i had her it was just well jasmine you might have to go get a job and just work go to technical school and not that yeah. there's anything wrong with that yeah. but i always know that i want to have the the full college experience and so thank god for my mother (laughs) she has always always been my rock because she helped me and she still does i'm married and everything she still is in full mom mode and i know that that never goes away but i didn't have anyone telling me well you can you should do this and you can do this so we I did it all myself just so I could prove a point that I can do it and I got in and did it and so I tell her you know what you want to do because she wants to go to school she wants to be an engineer Mm. and I didn't know what I wanted to do then
1: Mm.
0: and she does and so I've just kind of poured all the knowledge that I do have into her so she doesn't have any setbacks that I did have and so I think it's important that some that children nowadays have that you know
1: th- yes. that support I think that is incredibly important um but what you touched on my husband like to say nuggets mm-hmm. um you spoke on you pushed through to prove mm-hmm. I think that's pivotal in the sense that our kids we teach our kids so early on to push through, mm-hmm. to become independent before they know how to be teens. Yeah. And so when situations arise in their teens, they're like, oh, I got to push through. When in actuality, you got to lean on your people. Yeah. Oh, no. And in and, and that, you're saying your mom, Mm-hmm. um is your rock um, you had it sounds like those tools to be successful but you also were given information that forced you down the path of being independent and yes. you had every right to still be dependent upon mm-hmm. those in your village so I get that and our kids need to know that it's okay to lean on your village, it is. in it, very. It's, it, it's scary. scary. No, it's scary. I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, "Ooh, what they going to do?" <laughs> but <laughs> you know, if if you're in that that right nurturing environment, it's it's a beautiful thing. And if you're not, it's still a beautiful thing. And I love what you did. You seeked out help.
0: I did. I had a, a wonderful support system through school. Looking wonderful. back on now, I just, I felt like I didn't, but I 100% did because my mm. mother, my grandmother, Um, I was in marching
1: band. Hmm? So my teachers. Not a band kid.
0: I uh, played the clarinet. <laughs> all the <right> <laughs> I love it. We um, I did JROTC for a couple of years and i was pregnant during that time and my oh, um, wow. the colonel once he found out i was pregnant he said now jess why don't you tell me you've been out here mm. running this track and everything <laughs> mm-hmm. I, said, I, I said well no i could i could do it i wouldn't go uh, let myself hold back but he said if you need anything just let me know
1: again ding 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 you pushing yourself through independence when you're still young yeah there's there's a thread here there's i'm starting to see a thread but we're we're gonna keep going on Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm sure that thread is gonna come up again um with that with all that you just spoke about through, through high school um what advice you give your high school self man Oof. <laughs> you know what I think I would say? Hmm. Follow your passions. Ooh. I love that. That's so us. Next? Yes, go ahead. Keep speaking. Follow yes. your
0: because after I graduated, I went to school and I um I went to Elizabeth City
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I spent two years there. Oh wow. And that was that I was done. <laughs> we um <laughs> I started majoring in biology and I, I was pre-dent and then I was like, no, this isn't for me. So I changed it to psychology and oh. I picked up the minor in criminal justice. So I like the way the mind works and the way people think. I've always been in, intrigued with that, but Damn. I just, I felt like I was doing it for everyone else.
1: Mm. I feel like I got
0: to be doctor. Mm. That label on me and it was never really something that I was truly passionate about doing. Whoa. Okay. So that's,
1: I, wait, 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 wait. I,
0: ma'am. I regret going to college.
1: <laughs> ma'am. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, the pivot, ma'am. Let's talk about you recognizing your pivot was required for you to get to where you need to be. The fact that you were self-reflective and at such a young age is powerful. So let no one ever tell you that was not. Reflection and making decisions based on how you are going to be improved by mm-hmm. this huge. Um, but you were, you know, that's to speak on to our audience, how significant it is to walk in your passion. Oh my gosh.
0: woo! I think that ultimately you will be happier in life if you walk in your truth and walk in, in, in your passion. It's just you can't do anything and be happy about it if you're just always concerned about how it's going to affect someone else. You have to worry about you because at the end of the day, you came to this earth alone in some cases and you're going to leave it alone. And you want to say that you did everything that you wanted to do and how you want to do it on your terms. You don't want to have any regrets, and I don't. I don't. I can say now that I don't have any regrets in my life. I made some probably poor choices,
1: but, but I learned some <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> don't yes. we all? Really I'm still I, making I choices. Yes, Listen. I still make questionable choices. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's the nature of the beast that helps you grow. Yes, 100%. You
0: know,
1: if you ain't out here making mistakes at something, you're not living. Right. And I tell myself all the
0: time, when something seems to be going wrong in my life, I just stop and I say, what is the lesson in this? What do you need to change about this, Jasmine? What
1: is the lesson in this?
0: The girls tell me at work all the time, like, Jasmine, you're just so calm. You don't let anything affect you. I said, well, it affects me, but I'm not (laughs) going to stress me out.
1: It's not going to be, look, and it's not going to be evident on the job. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So with all of this knowledge that you have at such a young age, Queen, who influenced you to be this great in your thought process? Oh. See the only person that came
0: up and now we am getting teary eyed is not <laughs> <us.
1: It's okay.
0: laughs> my mom. Oh, my mother. Mom. I know a lot of people say that, but like my mom is just everything to me. She is, which we fought all the time when I was <laughs> when I was younger. But like, on have- that
1: part right there, real quick, because are um, you think that they're not going to be battles with their parents or battles they can't overcome? Yeah, which
0: I see it now having a teenager that, you know, Mm. (laughs) I get it, (laughs) but she just, at the end of the day, she has always just wanted the best for me, no matter what it was. Yes, she would have liked if I became a doctor or some, you know, any other thing, but Mm. as long as I see now that as long as that I'm happy, that's all she wants. Mm. That's it. We butt heads when I was coming up and especially when I um got pregnant and everything but she has always stood in my corner she has never let me down and i've seen her my mom worked three jobs when we were kids and um she was in the military and then she i remember her working at uh the hospital cafeteria and she did um she cleaned houses on the weekends and so sometimes she would be gone for drill every once a month and I just saw her work so hard, and I said, "Well, I don't, I don't want to have to work that hard." But I appreciate her. Ooh. Ooh. appreciate everything that, that hard. She, I appreciate it. But I don't ever want to have to work that hard. And she's always said that to me, like, "I don't want you shouldn't have to want to work that hard." The way, I
1: yeah. See, I mean, way at we're at Etc. We're trying to establish roots. For our mm-hmm. children, where they don't have to work as, as hard because mm-hmm. they are following their passions. They're not living for their parents. They're living for themselves One and leg- what and their legacy will be. Because it, it really it all connects to their parents. But at some point, we have to start doing things that bring us joy, mm-hmm. so that we can be better. Our parents, our community for for the health of our community yes. so so it has so much connectivity to it so <clears throat> What is your passion now? What are you passionate about? <laughs> um
0: i have so let me go back again, so I quit school mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, um I just i didn't. I had the, the opportunity to just kind of chill for some years and I did and I um, started doing I, I said, Hmm, this looks cool. And I, yeah. uh, got into interior design. And so I, um, applied, I applied with the art institutes and I started taking the classes and then, uh, my workload got too heavy to do the classes. And so I stopped, but recently my, um, me and my husband were cleaning things out and he found some of my sketches and things and um honestly i had never told him about it and um he said what is this he thought it was uh jalen's and i was like oh those are those are mine I put that back <laughs> and, um, he said why did you stop doing this and i said i just got too busy and um he's like but you're really good <laughs> like I said I, well I don't I don't know and I just kind of you know threw, brushed it off but he just keeps poking at me so are we going to go back to school or you know no nice. doing really good at that so I mean interior, so are we
1: going we haven't yet. Design.
0: we have not yet I haven't looked into it I it, it was a little expensive mm. so we're um We're going to get some other things together. And I will one day. I'm not going to say maybe. I will. I know I will. Because that's what I I loved it. I had so much fun. It wasn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I was doing work. I was learning something. And it was so cool. I loved looking at um, furniture and can can tell you what era it came from, where it was inspired from. I love history. But Mm we, um, one day it's coming I don't know when but I'll let you know but that was a passion and I hate that I put it on the back burner but I want I want to finish something and I want to show my kids that it's important to finish Mm
1: -hmm. it doesn't matter
0: how long it takes you just as long as you finish
1: so we've talked about high school we've talked about your journey through high school and your passion how you connect those things and where you're going from that. I want to talk a little bit about your career. Yes. What you're doing now. First of all, how long have you been working Starbucks. I
0: have been at Starbucks six years.
1: Six years, and you've worked <laughs> your way all the way up to management ma'am.
0: You know, I huh? was offered the position within my first, my first year there. And um, the manager at the time, uh, Monica Riley, cause she mm-hmm. she's amazing. She, um, mm-hmm. they were opening the Grovetown store. Yeah, she was coming over there, and she presented. She said, "Would you, you know, would you like to?" And I was like, "Girl, what?" Because <laughs> <laughs> initially, just I was just needing a job. You know, I didn't, I didn't think that I would be running anything or doing anything like that was it the first year <laughs> and so i was like really she was like if you want it, it is yours and so she took the time to train me on everything and i will say that we couldn't cram everything in the time frame that we had mm-hmm. and so it, it took me a couple of years to get a good rhythm on how to do mm-hmm. things and how things ran and operated and um the district manager at the time he uh I was just honest with him, like, look, bro, yes. I am, <laughs> I've never been in a management position. And I don't know certain things I didn't know. He loved that I said, I didn't know. I didn't try to pretend or put it out there. That said, part oh, right know. there,
1: Queen. That part right there. Our young need to know it's okay. Yes, it's, you don't have to know everything.
0: It's so, because you don't know, someone's going to tell you.
1: Someone's going to tell you. I, oh, I just love that. I don't know. I, let, I just... You're and, going see, to I, and let me just tell you, as you say things, I'm writing them down. <laughs> I take notes because there are things that are so pivotal that you say in the course of a conversation. Don't even how impactful our words can be to someone else? Mm-hmm. But what you just said, saying, I don't know, that's it right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> it. So when you see me peeking down, I'm I'm writing too. I'm writing as well, and so yeah, you you worked your way up to, to management. How long did it take for her to actually what a year?
0: Yep, uh, it was in within my first year there that I had was offered the position. Wow.
1: And we've been wow. rocking. was there any particular certifications anything you had to do to prepare for that management role
0: so um starbucks has a pretty extensive process they have this um book that you have to go through they've changed the name of it but it's um management training they don't tell people that (laughs) and so there's a couple different um like if something breaks or you know who to call what to do they make sure that we know where to go to to get the right thing done Mm -hmm. and it it kind of flows into um Kroger's policies as well but Starbucks has is very particular about certain things and so they Mm. want that you have this training so it took me I had a couple months to get my book done And um, then the district manager comes in. He certifies you. We sit there. Mm
1: -hmm. um,
0: He reads through it and um, asks a few questions. And that was it. And we had a good conversation. (laughs) And and we went from there. And um, Mm. since my store is in a Kroger, I had (laughs) to um, go through a food safety course. So I'm also food safety certified. Nice that took a little while because honestly I failed my first time <laughs> so I had to take it again
1: but uh, uh, I did very well the next time so I got it okay considering Starbucks is such a hectic place we ain't even going to pretend today you got people coming in <laughs> and stressing for the cafe yes <laughs> what is it that keeps your work life balanced together yeah, because i know the stresses of starbucks sometimes can it bleed into your life
0: um, it does it does um we were actually my um oldest boy kate and he mm-hmm. said the other day like mom you're always at work mm. and so i know that i work 40 plus hours a week i know that that's affecting them i don't I don't get a lot of time at home. Um, I go in at 5.30 in the morning and I, I should be off at one thirty, but it doesn't always work that way. No, because I at- come
1: in at 2 and I still see you <laughs> there at 2.30. Yes. And I should have been gone like an hour ago. <laughs> wow, ma'am. I'm, that's a good piece of information to know. Yeah. So I'll be scurrying you up out of that. <laughs> yes, please and thank you. <laughs> but it, it does it
0: tends to trickle over and I've tried not to especially the past two years with having mm-hmm. two more children uh, I said I can't do this I have little babies at home and it is definitely affecting the older ones I need to make mm-hmm. sure that I'm there for all of them equally so we can all spend some time together that's the most important thing to me is my family and so I don't ever, I leave work at work. I come home now and my phone goes on my personal time and I don't talk to them. I, I, have to, I definitely have to separate the two. If they need anything, they know who to go to. There's always Lord. someone else that they can go and answer the questions for them. Nice. But I used to let it, oh, the first two years, I would be so stressed out <laughs>
1: mm. and just
0: worried if something didn't come in uh, we were running out of some things I didn't order enough or it was misshipped. I was freaking out and it just caused too much stress. Yes. And it was always something that it was either out of my control, or out of my hands or um if it was my fault. I, I said, well, I didn't order enough or I ordered too much. It is what it is. I had to start accountability. telling accountability. Yes. Take that accountability. 100%. Because yes. It, it is, it's going to be what it's going to be. You can't let it affect you at home. So I get home and I'm stressing out
1: <laughs> and I'm so not happy. What would you tell the young people as it relates to the stressors of home and work? How would you explain to them that there has to be a, a balance? How would you?
0: I think that is important because you need to protect your mental health. Mm. You need to protect your mental health, okay,
1: I'm writing that down too mm-hmm. we, um,
0: there is nothing worth worth it. There's no job, there's no person there's nothing worth sacrificing your mental health If you are not mentally well, you cannot function
1: no job and no person let's let's talk about the person. <laughs> Can you yes. tell me, is there anything as it relates to, and I know this is going back a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but can you ex- tell young ladies about the persons that come into our lives that has the ability to create an unnatural pivot for us?
0: Yes. Whew. We need to understand that not just because they're nice, not everyone means you well. Not everyone has good intentions for you and always listen to your intuition. Pay attention to those red flags because they are out there.
1: Mm.
0: Someone shows you exactly who they are the first time. Believe it.
1: You know, you, you spoke on so much. We could have a whole show on But I'm supposed to be talking about you. For (laughs) real, we could do a whole show. I can tell you about some folks now. (laughs) You know the ills of Mm -hmm. being not not discerning enough. Yes, that's the thing. We we think we got discernment down to a science. Next thing you know, we got a crazy person in our life. So. (laughs) and And they're creating those pivots that we necessarily were not ready for, so yes, I think that's a great one. Um, so I'm going to ask you this question because you say your passion is actually interior design. What makes you get up and go to Starbucks every day and give your best? You
0: know what i, I- we have a joke and with, with my employees. When something mm-hmm. goes wrong, I always say I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> and they go meet to that. But really, <laughs> I love the people. Yeah. Some I have a customer that come, Mr. Ben, he comes in and he um He goes and shops for his restaurant, and um, he just throws the peace sign at me, means he wants two of his drinks. I get them ready for him. We chat a little. (laughs) Um, There's Miss Teresa that works at the back. Just I've met so many wonderful people in there, you included, and it's just Uh they have poured so much light into me. So I I enjoy I enjoy coming to work and talking to them. And get I've made Mm -hmm. wonderful friends there. Because that was one thing I was worried about moving to a new city was leaving my comfort zone.
1: Mm. And um,
0: (laughs) I was so afraid of getting out there. I was like, I don't know anyone. Only people that I know here is my mom and my aunt and my uncle. That's it. That's all I knew. And I have started to build my own village. And it has been such a wonderful thing. And it all
1: started at Starbucks. Wow. Nice. 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 Nice, I so. nice. I love that. Well, I have a couple of more questions. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go into the wrap up of this, this particular question. How does your current life relate and reflect on your dreams you had for yourself? Mm.
0: Well, I think I just kind of take everything a day at a time. So I know that one day I'm going to have all the things that I've always dreamed about. And I just have to take some baby steps. And I look at it as 10 years ago before I was here and be in the position that I'm in, I didn't have the things that I have now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, um, I know that if I keep working towards it, that one day I will have it all. I, I used to say I, when I was a kid, I wanted a shoe closet.
1: <laughs> <That was it. laughs>
0: Don't like, we all still
1: have that dream? That's you one of my favorite things. Hey, can we get this like,
0: a closet for my shoes oh, and my but now that's I, just, all I, ask. I, want, I want stability I, and I want my family to be happy and healthy and so that that's really my only dream I don't have to it's not about material things or as long as I can support them forever and always and build some cause it starts it starts with me um what's the word I'm looking for? I kind of just want them to we don't have to have a a generational generational wealth, but I want them to be okay. I don't want them to have to work as hard as I have. So that's Mm -hmm.
1: that's my dream just to
0: make sure that they're okay.
1: Wealth is relative. And the way that you present in your life your journey. Colleen, you are wealthy. Yes. You are wealthy. I, I, I've seen in this time that I have interacted with you, spoken with you, hugged you. You are wealthy beyond so many others. Um, I'm so proud to say that I, I know you. <laughs> you know, so you got a peek over in that corner if you wasn't there, I ain't ordering no coffee. Let's be clear. And you know that. So okay.
0: <laughs> I said from the first day I met you, you were such a light. It oh, oh, was like, this lady, she is so, just so awesome. <laughs> oh my god. I remember that first day. You said hello queens. And, I, and it's been consistent and it just warms my heart every time I see you
1: oh, bless
0: you and let me
1: just say listeners I did not ask ma'am to say that <laughs> I I love I love us yes. you know we were I was and, and just real quickly because I don't want to make any of this about me this is your moment um But I was at the the Jazz Fest uh, this weekend in New Orleans, and I was speaking with a a very good, very good, 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 girlfriend. And we were just talking about us and the things that are going on in our community. And I got got so full because when I say I love us, I'm in the trenches for us because I owe y'all. I owe you all the way that every day I get up motivates me to do something that moves the current generation and the future generations to a different mm-hmm. place. So when I speak to you, it is through humility and grace that somehow I may not have done what I should have done for you. And I
0: thank you. I thank you so much. I just
1: want to give it all that I have left on this
0: earth. Because you always told me that you felt like I had you a story to cool. tell. I had to tell my story. And you gave me this platform to do so.
1: You're so, brilliant. You're beautiful. You. you are <laughs> black girl magic. <laughs> have I haven't always felt up. that way. <laughs> You a black girl, man. You took a sixteen-year-old girl who felt pushed to be independent. You made it. You ascended, baby. You ascended. Okay, now let's let not let's not have this emotional moment. <laughs> okay, um, we're gonna start wrapping this up. And so, before I open the floor and let you say what you feel, our like fifteen to twenty-two year old you need to hear, I'm gonna ask you: Pick your fifteen. Or pick your twenty-two year old. So, what would you say? What would you say to yourself? If you had the opportunity to take this 32-year-old queen and sit down with your 15- or 22-year-old self, what advice would you give you? I would say
0: that you do not need to be afraid. Do not be afraid. Follow your first intuition and just keep... keep striving keep being great stay focused don't let anyone knock you off your pedestal because you are capable of great things one day you will have you'll be full of love and life and happiness and things may be really difficult right now but you will be okay Mm -hmm. and it's cliche but it always gets better it always
1: does Amen. Amen, Queen. A moment does not define us. A moment is not our defining factor of life. We we got so much to give beyond that moment. So that. So I'm going to open the floor to you. I'm going to give you that final word to give. Whatever it is to our youth, words, wisdom, a moment, whatever it is to hear
0: I want our youth to know that I, for one, I'm proud of them because these kids are some fighters and I want them to always know that they are going to be loved and supported and they need to follow their passions, follow their dreams, if You are set on doing something, you do it, be great because you are
1: capable of greatness. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Queen. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, I don't go on emotional roller coaster rides on the podcast, ma'am, but uh, Sorry. you took me there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, And I would just like to take a moment to say thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for being an example. Thank you for being the person who has a heart as big as her smile. You have been listening to Off the Top, where Black excellence dwells. If you enjoyed this episode, please comment below, share with your friends and family, and come back for the next episode where we will continuously provide usable, tangible, life-shifting information.